Oh my God! I should headphones. Have headphones. Oh, here we go. Now we got to wait for Ted. Now we're just gonna sit here. He has only one job, and that's to bring in his headphones. He has only one job, and that's to bring in his headphones. Let's go. Hey, Miles, podcasting is like broadcasting. You need headphones. <laughs> and I'm keeping all of this in. <laughs> well, when I walked over. Ladies and gentlemen. What's that? When you walked over what? I said, when, you, when, I walked, when I walked in, I just looked at the door and saw you talking. I was like, is he just talking S? Oh, no, I was just singing my song about how you only had one job, and that's to bring in headphones. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? You know, Steve, just doing my job. One thing at a time. That's right. <laughs> doing the best that you can. Woo! I, I get it, man. The rain's out today. Everybody's in a funk. You know what? Today I feel all right. Do you? Yeah. Mixed Fest was a lot of fun when I played soccer on Sunday. Today I got like a full like workout in and stuff. Nice. Like, I feel like I'm back today. Yeah, dude. Uh, after Mixed Fest, I was hurting bad. Yeah. Because, you know... You have a wife who likes to get up early, who doesn't really have any sympathy when her husband gets S-faced the night before and party busses it up and doesn't get home till like 3.30 in the morning. And, you know, it's like around 6.30, 7 in the morning, and she's got no problem turning on the lights, oh. you know, maybe vacuuming, making some noise, reminding me that, hey, you got to still be around when I get home with the groceries, help me get them out of the car at around nine in the morning and be around. Where are you going to go? <laughs> I wasn't going to leave the bed. That's where I, I was going. I know. <laughs> Dude, I set like six alarms at like 8.50, 8.52, 8.54. Because I was like, my wife is very cool. She does not care about me having late nights. You know, Sid. Yeah. I mean, she, she doesn't care. She gives me a hard time. And she, I think there's a little bit of an evil side to her that likes to wake me up. Oh, yeah. But- if I'm not up when she gets home to bring in the groceries, then that kind of will dictate how the rest of the day will go. Oh. So I was like, if I didn't do anything crazy the night before and I overslept, she'd give me a hard time. But the fact that I had a late night, you know, boozed it up. Yeah. And if I overslept, she would have probably been a little annoyed with me because I knew like, look, if I could just get through the groceries, sit through the Hawks game, I'm in the clear for the rest of the day. Could I you can- nap during the Hawks game? Oh, I did. Yeah. Thankfully, fell asleep a little bit in the beginning and woke up when they started playing well again. All right. Yeah, but but then after that, I was out cold for the rest of the day. Started feeling normal again yesterday, but then had a late band practice because we got a show at the Tulalip Casino this Saturday night with Superfecta. Oh, nice. That's going to be a lot of fun. So come and hang out with us. I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, we're going to be uh, performing with uh, Tristan again, Travis's son. Oh, excellent. So that's going to be super fun. And hopefully people come out, celebrate. How about this? Superfecta, a bunch of young dudes, right? Right. It's their 20-year anniversary show. That's crazy. I know. I think they might have started when they were 11. Yeah, I think the first time I saw them was back in the day. We used to do the car toys, like tent sale. Yeah. And they were performing out there at South Center. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are great. So shout out to Kyle and the rest of the crew. And uh, yeah, we'll be partying with them on Saturday night. So if you live anywhere near the Tulalip Casino, come on out. We'll be in that Canoes Cabaret spot. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. You going to go see Brian? Brian. Was it Brian our waiter? That was the Snoqualmie Casino. Oh my God, I am so sorry. That is completely different. Wow. Yep. yep. 
Wow. Yep. Next thing you know, you're going to be asking me about my girlfriend, not my wife. This is crazy, man. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, casinos. My bad. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, like, I'm I like that you today. apologize to the casinos. Yeah. Not Brian. Sorry, casinos. Because, <laughs> you know, to lay up and Snoqualmie, they listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least I got his name right. Yeah, I was like, who the hell is Brian? And I, but I'm thinking, dude. Brian Holmquist, that's our EQC. Right, right. Holmquist is the other side. What's up with Brian's in casinos? They, well, they hang out there. And you're right. And I just nodded when you said that cabaret room. Like, yeah, yeah all of right. Of course. We've been there. We have for listener parties. I don't know if you've ever come up for one of those, but BJ Yeah, we used yeah, to Yeah, you do guys them. have done stuff there. Like meet the rock girl parties. Quite a few of them there. I don't know that I've ever did. Oh, if those stages could have eyes, they'd be very happy because they'd be looking up at all the rock girls. I still love my favorite thing about Tulalip. Have you ever heard Patton Oswalt's uh, comedy bit about I, people having the VIP hour and they put them in the nicest room ever and it's like ridiculous. And they uh-huh. like Basically, everybody gets so drink because it's like double shots for this and that that he does like half an hour and he's like, do you want me to keep going? They're like, no, that's fine. And he's just like, they were so nice, but it's just he has a whole bit. I'm not doing it justice, but it's hilarious. No, but I it heard was that, that he did a whole bit on the Tulalip. I haven't yeah. watched it though. Oh, yeah. It's okay. awesome. But that's a huge part of it, too. Like, And it's a tribute to how nice their hotel is. He's like, man, they're paying me so much. This is the nicest hotel room I've ever been in. Crap. So you think I should... I was debating if I should stay up the night and get crazy up there. Yeah? Oh, yeah. All it's right. super nice, but it is... It, it's it, a little spendy? Yeah. It's not like a drunken, F it, I'm going to stay here kind of idea? Negative. You know okay. me. I love hotels. I don't mind shelling out a little... That I've never stayed at that one. It's that much money? Yeah. Damn it. I mean, it's like a Vegas-style resort hotel. Wow. Yeah. We talking more than 70 bucks a night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, uh, you know what? I'm not getting drunk, so don't even try and give me a drink. I'm, I'm driving home that night. Well, you could stop in Seattle on your way and get drunk with me and sleep on my couch. I could do that. That's a lot more beneficial uh, or economical. Yeah. And you can meet my brother. That's right. And that only will cost me 70 bucks a night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to you meet know what your brother, I'm, not to say it. Yeah, I was like, I'll cut the fee to 40 this time. Awesome. Most nice. people don't know I charge Steve when he stays in my house. It does. Clearly, you're not booked this weekend. No, no. I put them up in the hotel. <laughs> All right. Why don't we get some push-ups out of the way to get the heart rates and the blood pumping in the brain? Functioning. I went a little uh, low-key on this one, honestly, because right. I was trying to find something at the last second, and this was the first thing that popped up, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So let's get 10 to this chill trap hip-hop beat. All right, all right. Here we go. We can bumble. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh. Oh, my chest. I've got to stop doing that. i got to stop lifting heavy on Wednesdays. I hurt my elbow, I think, wrestling, and I kind of, like, restrained it. Today, I was doing triceps, and I was doing the one where you're lying on the bench, and you, like, lean over, and you kind of bend your arm and, like, start doing it that oh, way. Oh, yeah, like yeah. right here. Yeah. Yeah, like a... Here. I miscalculated how much weight I can do in that situation. I went a little too hard. You have to be careful, those guys. I bonked my head with the damn oh, dumbbell. Steve, Not too using? hard. It wasn't that much, I thought. It was like 35 pounds. Oh, my Lord. On that one? Yeah, that was clearly too much. I Man, I'm trying to think. I probably used like a 15, maybe a 20. <laughs> I, I worked my way to 15. I, I tried all the yeah, other ways. I was like, I'm like, pretty sure uh, I stay around a 15 on that guy. 20 was doable. But after what I did to my face, I was like, you know what? Let's tone it down, Steve. The elbow hurts. The face now hurts. 
And I'm already in a bad mood about my gym, but I'll tell you about that after we do our TED Talk. All right. I, I want to get your feedback on whether or not I should be mad. All right. TED Talks, starring Tech Smith. Today, folks, confession from TED. Oh, do you need some inspirational music? Yeah, give it some music, Steve. It's been I, a couple weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. All right. Now, this TED Talk's going to be personal. And I'd like to As start... As all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Those are for everybody. Yeah. I'd like to say that it happens to everybody. And maybe it does. But the thing is, it happened to me. And I'm sure it's happened to you. What am I talking about? Setbacks. Look, I had a strong summer. Didn't end so strong. Had a surgery. Went to Burning Man. Fell a little off. Put like five pounds back on. It's all right. Hey, you lost a few brain cells, though. So that all you yeah. out. So setbacks happen. So I'm just saying, like, I'm back in the gym, lifting hard again, getting the workouts in. So I'm just reminding people, like, you know, because the setback happens, you can sit there and go, all right, screw it. I'll gain 10 pounds back. Right. And then before you know it, you're back to where you started. So, you know, setbacks happen to everybody. We see them in sports. We see them in politics. We see actors. You know, you got to come back, fight back, stay strong and just accept it. Setbacks happen. I, I forget what fitness guy said this, but I love like some of these Instagram fitness guys because they do say some cool stuff. And shout out to our boy Mal- Matt Coke. Oh, yeah. Nutrition Made Fun. He does a great job on his Instagram, and, and, and I, I do enjoy that. So look up Nutrition Made Fun. Uh, but there's other ones as well. And one of the guys that I, I follow, that Jordan guy, Syed, he says it a lot. He's like, the only time you fail is when you stop getting back into it. Yeah. So you can add 10 pounds, and that's okay, or have a bad meal, or go to Burning Man, and, and or you know maybe eat a uh, McFrosty or McFlurry after band practice last night. I, I've heard that happens from time to time. <laughs> but if you just keep going down that downward spiral, that's when you fail. But if you're right. like, you know what? I screwed up. It's not the end of the world. I could pick up, dust it off, and go back into the gym or get back on the stick with the, the diet or without whatever you're eating, yeah. and it's okay. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, man, when I, or, you know, like two or three weeks ago, when I weighed in with my guy, I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, you know, kind of getting down. And he's like, dude, like, chill out. Right, you've done a lot of work. Like, these things happen. Yeah, look at dude. I mean, you showed me that picture of you rocking the kit for your new pub league. Oh yeah, it looked great in it, man. Oh yeah, thanks, I mean, man. I mean, comparing to like you know what, like last year. Yeah, you wouldn't have fit in that kit. No, right? No, it skin tight. It would have been very uncomfortable. <laughs> I had somebody ran into me at the at Mix Fest, and they would not. At first, I was like, dude, like you don't have to be so nice to me, because you kept saying, "It's like, look at man, like you got some muscles going on." I'm like. Ah. You know, I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm, that's nice, but he would not let it go. And I'm like, at first I was like, okay, all right, like you're, you're just effing with me now. And he's like, no, I'm like legitimately like happy for you. I was like, all right, I got to take the compliment. Yeah. I got to stop with the, like, what is that, that body dysmorphia where you, you think you're in yeah, worse right. shape than you are. But yeah, other people notice it when they don't see you for a while. I don't notice it because I see myself every day. Right. That's sadly. the other thing too, right? Like you see yourself every day or like the people you work with see every day. Like, so you can't notice it. But right. When you, when somebody hasn't seen you in a while, then it's like very noticeable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then he started squeezing my pecs and it was very awkward. Because it felt so good. No, I'm kidding. We didn't do that. Um, all right. I want to get your opinion on something. All right. Speaking all right. of going to the gym, you know, I go downstairs to the gym. And it, it's really a love-hate relationship. All right. It's a hate-hate relationship. I hate being there. Mainly, I love working out, but I hate the gym. But it's free and it's in the building. So for me, I know I'm not going to stop on my way home at a gym. It just doesn't work. Like by the time I get in my car, all bets are off. I'm going home. Right? So... For me, it makes sense to stop at this gym. Well, they just, I, I get it. They're trying to make themselves more amenities and, you know, just like be better, right? All right. Well, they've now added speakers to the gym. Before, there was no speakers. There was some TVs, but there were no like nice speakers. Like they got those Sono speakers. All right. They're really nice sounding, 
but they're playing awful music at a really loud volume. And so my wife's giving me a hard time. My wife, she's like, you did not really do that. I emailed them. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, yo, can you lower the volume on the speakers? What kind of bad music? I mean, is it up-tempo? What are we dealing with? All right. Like really bad pop music. Yeah. And it's so loud that even with my headphones on, I don't like to blast my ears out, but like I like to have some music going. Yeah. I still hear the bass. And, and if a music gets a little bit quiet, and I'm not even, I, I have to jack it up now where it's like a little uncomfortably loud because it's so freaking distracting. I don't want to listen to this. What'd they say? Oh, I don't know if they've responded yet. Oh, you emailed them today. Yeah, dude, the minute I got in there, I was livid. I was like, what is this crap? I will say, I like speakers because I don't lift with headphones in. Right. But I don't know. The volume is one thing. Because like, I feel like you're at the liberty of what they're playing. At least that's upbeat enough. Yeah. It's nothing weird. Oh, it's weird to me. But, you, <laughs> but you're right. I'm trying to think of my gym. Like Osiris just plays, plays music, but it's not like, I mean, they're not always my favorite songs, but it, there's just something to kind of right. listen to. But it's not that loud. See, I don't mind if they have speakers going. I'm not saying don't have music playing, but like, let's pump it up, bring it down a little bit. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I wrote, can you please lower the speaker in the gym? Or is there a way that we could do it? It's super loud and the music selection is not the best. <sighs> when did you get so old? I mean, Saturday, you were young, you were thriving. You I haven't gotten enough sleep. I'm, I'm working s- on three hours of sleep, Ted. I'm sending I did an e- say thanks. Sending an email. What else am I supposed to do? It was that or rip the cord out of the wall. I've had it, Ted. I don't know. All right, so you're I've on the same team as this. my wife. <laughs> it's it's a gym. That's great. <laughs> you know, change is bad, man. Change is bad. <laughs> Fine, maybe it was a little unnecessary. Hopefully they didn't read it. No, no, no. I'm sh- you know what, to be honest with you, I think the best thing we can hope is, like, lowering the volume is one thing, but what'd you say? And the music selection is not very good. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. It wasn't even, like, good pop music. It was, like, the bands from, like, the 80s or 90s that never really Did you send it successful. from a work email? No. Oh, I was kind of hoping that on the bottom it'd be like, oh, the radio guy thinks our music selection sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> our work emails have, like, our signature on them. That's a good point. Yeah. No, but it does say Steve Miggs on my email. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, that's a good point. Son of a bitch. I don't care. Screw it. Screw it. That's just who I am. This is Steve Miggs. Was there anybody else in there? Yes. See, I still haven't been to this gym. Dude, when I go, it's not bad because there's like maybe, well, when I first got there, it was just me. And then by the time like I was about ready to leave, there was maybe three or four people total. It's like around noon, it sucks. Yeah, I would say, I would think like 1130 to 130, it's just packed. Yeah, like, yeah, a little bit after 1130, you start seeing it happen. And then, yeah, right at noon, it's just, okay, I need to get the hell out of it. I'm getting anxiety. Like just people, it's too small of a gym and there's too many people because it's free. Yeah. But 10 o'clock? Nobody. Are people in there working out or are people in there just chit-chatting, like doing some treadmill uh, nonsense? Okay, well, the, the people that I see, uh, there's one guy, he goes hard, but he grunts a lot, but that's fine. It's not yeah. Planet Fitness. I'm not going to ring the, the long head alarm or whatever it is that they do there. Whoa, back up. I, I know Planet Fitness has weird rules. They have an alarm you can ring if somebody's grunting too much? Yes. I did not know that. I have a buddy, Chris, who's a wrestler. He, uh, was, he got kicked out. He got like told like you can't you can't work out here anymore. No, because he was intimidating the other people at the gym. 
there's rules also on how how much skin you can show in a tank top. Like, oh, you can't have like the spaghetti straps. The girls can't have the spaghetti straps. The guys can, of course. That's no problem. But yeah. And oh, then I was there's... thinking about the giant dudes that wear the little spaghetti straps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a buddy uh, uh, that wrestles in, in Vancouver. He calls it his douche shirt on purpose. He does it yeah. as part of his character. But like he's ripped. And like it's barely any fabric anymore. It's just like a cut string with maybe a little bit of fabric that goes like finally becomes a tank top around his belly button. I'm like, what is even the point of that? He goes, I know. Jeez. Yeah, but apparently there's like a bell or an alarm that if someone's being too noisy, you can hit it and they get reprimanded. And they call it like the lunk alarm. Huh. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's weird. Planet Fitness is always awkward to me because I get what they're trying to do. And I think that's great. There's a place for everybody to feel comfortable. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't think I grunt very much, but I definitely breathe heavy. I mean, if you're lifting stuff. Yeah, it says, what is the lunk alarm? The facility comes with a lunk alarm, a siren that is supposedly will go off whenever somebody grunts too loudly or drops a heavy weight on the floor. What? It's a moot point at Planet Fitness, according to one person, because they don't even have large weights. <sighs> well, I do agree with that. I hate people that bang around the plates and stuff. Like, stop. And also, I mean, now, I, granted, if you're doing a deadlift, I get it. That's a quick tap. But typically on some of those, they have those kind of floors for that, don't they? Or you have the bumper plates. Yes. Right? The bumper plates are awesome. So I get that for deadlifts. But sometimes, uh, mainly I just hate it when people are doing rows or something and they just let it slam. Like, come on, dude. Oh, here we go. Here's a YouTube page. When Lunk Lunk at Planet Fitness. (sighs) You ready, bro? Let's get six of them, all right? Six right. of six. <laughs> 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 no, it's not. No, there's, there's no, no way. way. No, that's a bit. Yeah, there's there's no way. <laughs> they set off that giant fire alarm in there. Come on, get real. <laughs> I want to hear that again. That was awesome. <laughs> What it sounds like. No. And they were just so over the top. By the way, he cursed in there. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even I think it. when he threw the weight down, he said, F yeah. Oh, okay. Eight minutes in, I'll have to figure that out. <laughs> oh, here we go. Planet Fitness employee explains lunk sounds behavior. Sounds like a strong woman. After the sad place. After the sad place. No idea. Black and blue, October 25th. This is the family who oh, wanted geez, to come on and find inspiration in new places. Hi, I'm Kenneth, employee at Planet Fitness. Is that and I'm real? I'm here to show you what no, Planet Fitness is. There's no way. I don't think there's real versions of this, Steve. This is from Ken's Garage Gym. Kenneth explains what will get you kicked out at Planet Fitness. No critics, no longs, no gym intimidation. Different than other gyms. It's because we're not a gym. Because you can go there and feel like you're at a gym, but never actually be at a gym. Does that make any sense? It's a place where you're allowed to pick up the weights, but you're not actually allowed to work out. Working okay, out. Yeah, they don't have a real one. I, I gotta say, though, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I lift more and I don't feel as intimidated anymore. Like, 
I, you know, I haven't been to a massive gym in forever, but like my gym is small and there's some dudes that throw around heavy, heavy weights in there, but everybody's very nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's a weird, like there is that weird um, divide. You have the people that are new to a gym that I think are a little on edge because they assume that the people that have been there for a while are going to be judgmental because unfortunately there are some judgmental a-holes out there that really, you know, come on, like. I, I mean, there I, is. I like when I see people that are in great shape around New Year's. They start talking. They're like, dude, instead of like mocking people for coming in and not staying for very long and giving people a hard time because they're they're new to the gym, how about you be welcoming and maybe help them out so that they don't decide to quit the gym because now they understand how to work out and how to use the machines as opposed to just leaving them out there to make a fool of themselves. Yeah. All right. I think I found one. This one says making the lunk arm go off at Planet Fitness. I'm, I'm feeling good about this one. Yo, everyone, welcome back to ZG Vlogs. Today we in Planet Fitness, and we're going to make the lung alarm go off. Oh, jeez. Wait, that is the alarm. That is yeah, the alarm. That's the actual alarm. Are you kidding me? Because those first two guys, they were messing around, but they were in a plan of fitness. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I will say, that is loud grunting. Yeah. Obviously, that guy's just being a douche for fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's some people that, like, you could tell they're just they're just trying to get that last set in. Like, there are times where I'm grunting, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be the grunting guy, but if I don't, I'm not getting this weight off of my chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm also spoiled as I haven't been to a big like 24-hour fitness or one of those in forever. Yeah, where where those like where those do where those people are going to congregate. Then there is one guy at our gym. I don't understand how he ever sweats, but he's always soaking. Right? All right. I think it might be maybe he goes on the treadmill and that gets a good sweat going because the rest of the time that I see him, he's just sitting on all the machines playing on his phone. I've never seen him actually use the weights. No kidding. And he smells terrible. Yeah, it's a very weird thing. And he takes the quickest showers. I know I know too much about this guy, but like he's on the same schedule as me. Maybe he's just maybe he's just sweaty in general. He could be. Maybe just like even just existing in a gym makes him sweat. But he stinks. And then he goes in the shower. I don't even think he puts soap on. Like he he's in there for long enough to hit the water and then it, the water's off and then he's putting a towel on and he's getting out. How do you feel about uh the pre the, like the warm-up sweater? The warm-up sweater. I'm a warm-up sweater. I don't even, what do you mean? Like, I just go through, like, my warm-up, and I already have, like, drip, go, like, it's dripping off my nose. I'm like, God damn it, I'm sweaty already. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> See, I'm the other guy. I, I, I don't, I barely ever sweat at the gym. Really? Yeah. And, I mean, I'm there for an hour, and I'm doing some cardio, but mostly I'm doing weights. But even, on, like, I just barely get a sweat going. Oh, I'm a sweaty bastard. <laughs> but I run hot. <laughs> Lunk alarm. Lunk alarm. This, we're going to get lunk alarm for this segment. I know we are. We are like that. We're the gym bros. We're the gym bros. The gym bros and the lunk alarm. The lunk alarm. Lunk alarm sounds like the, a good nickname for a very large man. <laughs> Cheryl and Gladys are just talking about the guy. And like, yo, turn on the lunk alarm. Look who's walking into this place. Right? Or like, yeah. you don't want to be around here when lunk alarm gets here. Yeah, yeah. He just makes everyone look tiny. Yeah, I heard he's, been, I heard he's already on half a bottle of tequila. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun to have like a lunk alarm for everything in life? Just whatever it is that bothers you, you just set off the lunk alarm. I like to set it off for like tiny little things in bars. Yes. Right? And like, this is going to sound sexist, but 
Like, I, I've found often that women, like, when they're sitting in a bar, will judge the crap out of other women coming in. Uh huh. So I would like to have a lunk alarm for that. Oh. And then the woman coming in can just be like, I caught you, bitches. <laughs> Get fired. Well, why don't we take a quick break? You know what I love is that I completely forgot there's a meeting going on right now, and we're already 10 minutes late for it. Yeah. I say F it. We don't do it. Yeah, I mean, we're already committed to Let's this. finish our break. By the time we finish our break, they'll finish their meeting, and we'll be able to swoop in and get some free lunch. Yeah, nobody will, unless they name check us. Oh, man, what if the lunk alarm comes off here? Ted and Steve aren't here. All right, we'll be back. Ted and Steve are going to take a break, so go to the fridge, grab an ice, cold, adult soda, and get ready for more awesomeness. The Megacast will be back. You know what 2.30 in the afternoon feels like, don't you? Sleepy, groggy, dying for a nap. What do you do? Drink a cup of coffee? Drink a soda? Well, now you can get rid of that 2.30 feeling for more than three weeks with new 500-hour energy. Ooh, awesome. 500-hour energy has the caffeine of three cups of strong coffee and the sugar of ten dozen donuts. So not only will you have the energy to get through your workday, you'll have enough energy to go without sleeping for weeks. No, honey, just just come to bed. I'm not tired. I'm going to do the dishes, and I'm going to paint the living room. <laughs> hey, who needs sleep anyway? The flies. The flies. They're all over me. 500-hour energy. Non-stop energy now. No 2.30 feet for over three weeks. Look at all the pretty colors. <laughs> 500 hour energy. Ted and Steve just spray tanged each other and are ready to go. The mega cast is back. There we go. Sorry. Man, I had something else to ask you. I forgot. We're talking about lunk alarms? Yep. Ah, I'll get back to it. It was a good topic, Steve. Oh. It was a good topic. All right. Well, uh, we had a great time at Migs Fest. Thanks for all the mega family. Uh, we saw a couple mega cash shirts. Correct. Saw one. Saw one. That To me, it's a couple. I was seeing double at that point. So, Yeah. Yeah. Some of the normal crew made it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheyenne made it out. He was going to Cheyenne catch a Cheyenne pl- Long Fox. Yeah, going to make a catch a flight after he left there. He had to leave during Bruiser Brody's set to get to the airport. Which yeah. I thought was just crazy. He flew in just for Migs Fest, just to make an appearance. He also like enjoyed some of Seattle as well. But yeah. I thought that was really cool, man. That guy's a good dude. So shout out to Cheyenne. Shout yeah. out to everybody that came out and hung out with us. And shout out to Stephen Perkins, man. Big rock star, drummer of James Addiction. Didn't care. Hanging out on the bus with the boys. Oh, yeah. Super nice. He, st- he was up. He was with us pretty much till the end. Yeah. I, that was surreal for me as a guy who grew up being a huge James Addiction fan. You know, I had to keep it in, keep it internal, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm hanging out and partying with one of my all-time favorite drummers. Like, I put him on my Mount Rushmore of drummers. Like, he's that awesome to me. That's awesome. That being said, I got so wasted that I didn't see a single song of theirs. <laughs> Ted and I were on the bus the entire time drinking. I think for part of it when they were playing, we were in the green room taking pictures with each other. Yes, we were. We haven't posted that picture yet. We basically, That's a gangster we, picture. We took a picture where we want to look hard as F. 
Yeah. And it's like, we were having the time of our lives. It does not look that way in this picture. It's also funny because, like, the picture, you got to imagine, as soon as that picture's taken of us trying to look tough, like, people burst into the room and just like, what's going on? Right, right. Hey! Like, it worked out great. We put the timer on, set it on a chair, and then just looked hard. Yeah. So I'm trying to strategically place my microphone and my stand. The way this studio is set up, our main boss that's holding the meeting right now has a direct line of sight to me. Is he standing there giving the meeting right now? Yes. Oh. And he's like, oh, he keeps leaning over. I can't get any further, Ted. I don't think you should hide it, Steve. We're podcasting. Ted, I might have to go under the desk. <laughs> It'd be funny if I'm like, here we go, Ted. <laughs> I'm going to do the podcast from here. It doesn't sound any different for anyone that's listening. Dude, I, I really think it's the same. I'm meeting. hiding. I'm hiding. They're just talking about quarterly stuff. I know, Ted, but I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> what if he says, hey, what'd you think about what I said in the meeting? I'd be like, ah, sorry. Well, I feel like with both of us, though, it's good. Yeah, you're making me nervous now. Well, you're fine. You're out of you're out of the line of sight. Um, yeah, I am, aren't I? Yeah, you want to switch places? <laughs> that was the main things I wanted to hit on was just thanking people for coming out to Mix Fest, man. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a great time, and I I was uh, dragging butt getting to pub league the next day. Uh, any goals? No goals. Had an assist in the first game, and then we uh, we drew in the second game. Nice. So often the second game ends up in a draw. I think whenever you get an assist, they need to set up the lunk alarm. The lunk alarm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Donkeys, uh, they played their first game. We got. Do you remember being on the bus and they were sending us videos? Sort of. I didn't remember until I went to my phone. I mean, I remember us sending one back. The one we sent back was awful. Yes. Yeah. Like I would play, but it's curses and I don't feel like editing more and more stuff. Good. How do we you know send what? that to them? Via video. But like just a in, in a text message. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's not play it, Steve. Okay. We There's played no it on reason. the Migs cast. Oh, great. <laughs> I was like, why would we make that public? He's like, I already played it. Dude, I want you to just to hear how wasted we are. It actually is pretty funny. I'll, I'll bleep it. Whatever. I got nothing better to do today. I'm not going to see uh, Live Bush and uh, Our Lady Peace tonight. Or, or, or a meeting. Yeah, that too. I was going to go because I figured... Bush, okay, if you were going to put together a band, right, the lineup, so it's Bush, Our Lady Peace, and Live playing at the Showware Center tonight. All right. Who do you think of those three bands? Well, Our Lady Peace, of course, is going to be the opener. So who do you think of the two bands would be the band that's going to headline tonight? I mean, I would think Bush, but I would also think for that tour, depending on where you go, you could alternate. Yeah. Right? Because on the East Coast, Live might be bigger. Well, here's the problem. Apparently, live is bigger everywhere they go. They're playing last on this tour. Oh, no kidding. Which sucks, because I've already seen Bush recently. I haven't seen live in forever, so I figured, oh, babe, we'll go. We love Our Lady Peace, or I do. I just turned my wife on to them. She had no idea who they were, and it was digging it. We'll go see Our Lady Peace, we'll watch live, and then we'll bail, and we'll be home before like 9.30, 9.45, because it's close enough to our house. Live goes on last. They don't go on until 9.45. No kidding. And I'm like, oh, yeah, God. I just kind of assumed that Bush would have been the headliner. That's what I figured too. And like, I want to see Bush. I got no problem with Bush, but I'd rather see live. Yeah. They're from York, PA. Yes, they are. Yeah. As they call it, a poop town where they use the S town. Yeah. yeah. Great York song. It, it is a bad town. Is it really? Yeah. I had buddies that went to school there. We used to go up there and visit them. I mean, it's just, it's just gross. Well, the, the song that they wrote about it is not very complimentary. No. But with that said, you know, it's home of the uh, barbell. York. Oh. Like well, when you're putting on plates, you've yeah. probably seen it on there a thousand times, but that's where they made them was York really? PA. That's why it says York on them. Well, don't drop that barbell, otherwise the lunk alarm. Lunk alarm goes off. So, Ted, here's what we sounded like 
that night. All right. Now, the person cursing in the back is Tess, uh, who was she was the opening artist in Tassar, and a couple of friends were on the bus, and so you'll hear her. Do you remember she was like singing random songs for us while we were on the bus? I do. I do not. There's definitely parts that I lost. Nicki Minaj. Black China's one. Video? Yeah, we're doing video. Can they see us? I don't know. There's Ted right there. Like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm Coors Light. Singing about it. Coors Light. Oh shit! I'll get in on this. I'm drinking Coors Light. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Whiskey. That's better than I thought it was gonna be. It is the most unremarkable message. Yeah, like Coors Light. Coors Light. Whiskey. Whiskey. Shout out to Redemption Rye Whiskey. That Redemption stuff's good, man. Really good. I'm not even a whiskey guy, and I was drinking a lot of that. Yeah, and technically, it's a rye. Okay, it's, it said whiskey on it. Isn't what is the difference? Well, what are you doing? Remember, I was trying to explain this Saturday, but I was so drunk it wasn't coming out right. Like they're all kind of whiskeys, but like bourbon is specific kind of whiskey, and then rye. There's just something different they do to the whiskey that makes it a rye. I'm not positive. There was a couple conversations. I got you. Like, take it into account. It's a rye. But yeah. I don't know what that means. No, it's I, I don't. But there was like three conversations on that bus I started. And people were like, "Well, what do you mean?" And I was like, "I don't have the facts to back this up. Just trust me. <laughs> I, I know this stuff. I don't know how I know it." <laughs> That's like Cliff Clavin from the Cheers days. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? I just watched a show on that bar. What was it about? So no, it was just somebody went there drinking. And the Chairs Bar is in Boston. Yes. But when they made the show... But isn't it called something else? Yeah, it was based off that bar, but it was called something else. And yep. then they ended up building an exact repli- rep- replica of what Cheers Bar looked like inside of there. No way. Yeah. But so the, if you go to the Cheers Bar in Boston, it's going to look like the TV show? 100%. Okay, road trip. Yeah, but it was, but and it, and that's the thing. Like people were like, like they were like, "Well, is it not real?" It's like ah, it's kind of in between because it that bar had already existed, and Cheers was based off the look of that bar. They just went ahead and were like, "All right, let's call it Cheers and put up the same exact pictures." Wasn't like Coyote Ugly also kind of the same thing? It was like a, it was it was based off of a different bar that they called that, but now there are Coyote Uglies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know the other one, the greatest one, right? I don't know. Fridays. No, I don't know anything about this. So when you watch the movie Cocktail, right, right, and you'll note like, uh, and they're Tom doing Cruise a, classic, right, in that corner bar that he starts in with, uh, what's it, Coglin, like basically, and then when he's going to school, remember his whole idea is to have the corner pub or whatever be everywhere in America, and the teacher's like, you're an idiot, nobody's going to care about that, but it's basically what they're explaining the story of TGI Fridays because that's what Fridays was. It started like New wait, York. so this was loosely based on a true story about Fridays. Right. The love angles and everything is off, but like the, the part of the storyline where he's in college and trying to be like, no, this is what I want to do. Put the corner bar everywhere. That's like the neighborhood bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Fridays. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they might have filmed those original bar scenes in the original Fridays. Really? I'm not positive on that part, but I know that's a huge part of the storyline. I never knew that. Yeah, man. Now I want Fridays. Well, it's the state of Washington. We can't get it. I know. Dude, that sucks. Yeah, I know. You can't get Fridays. We started running commercials for chilies. I'm like, well, where the hell am I going to get chilies? We had chilies for a minute. We used to have Fridays. Yeah. We used to have Dunkin' Donuts, man. Seattle's changed. There used to be donuts, D- Dunkin' here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the U District. Back when I lived in like on, in Wallingford, I would always drive to the U District and get Dunkin' Donuts. It was open like 24 hours. And let me tell you, you would see some of the most interesting characters at the U District Dunkin' Donuts at like 2 in the morning. Man, the app is strange. 
Yeah, I haven't been to the Ave in so long. I used to love going to the Ave. Wing Dome, some cool bars were over there, some good food. I don't even know what it's like anymore. I, I, the last time I've been to the Ave was to go see a, someone at, at Doug Benson at the Neptune, and I barely stepped foot on the Ave. Right. That's the thing. Like, the, if I'm over there in the U District, I'm generally at the Neptune watching a show. Right. But yeah, somebody dropped, we were switching cars there, and it was like midnight. We were on the Ave, and I was like, oh, like I usually don't care, but I was like, this is bad. It's a sketch. Yeah. Damn, it was like kind to the of point of back like, then. Like to the point of like I was walking with my buddy and I was a little drunker than he was. And I was like, hey, man, uh, walk with me here for a second while I'm going up to this Uber. Really? Yeah, I was that like kind of on guard of like, I don't want to look like mugger bait. <laughs> you have to set the lunk alarm off. I set the lunk alarm. I know. That's absolutely right. Damn, I didn't know that about Fridays. That's too funny. Yeah, man. It's funny how a lot of it, those like those those, uh, those random stories are in there. Yeah. That's how. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I wonder about the natural. Was there a, a real Roy Hobbs? <laughs> they need to like put out like some kind of like a website, like things that we, well, there probably is one. I just don't know what it's called. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> True stories about things that we didn't realize were based on anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could also just Google these movies and how they started. Yeah. I guess we could do the work. <laughs> Doing the work has never been our favorite thing. Did you see the dude on Wheel of Fortune? No, I haven't heard it. Somebody sent it to me. I have not seen it. I have not heard it. Oh, dude, it's so awesome. I mean, it's obviously kidding, but the guy's sense of humor is great. Picture a dude that looks like he's like the ultimate Slayer fan. I've seen the still of him, so I know what the dude looks like. Like Like long goatee, right? Yeah, looks like he's a mastodon or something like that. Like he's got the big, long, long ass goatee that's graying. So it's not 100% gray, but it's like, he's like probably in his 40s. Looks like a rocker, dude. Pat's like, hey, man, tell me a little about yourself. And this is what he has to say. Hello, Blair. Hello. Uh, Blair Davis, Cardiff, California. Owned the trucking business, it says Small here. Small trucking business yep. in San Diego. Good for you. And talk about your family. I've been trapped in a loveless marriage for the last 12 years. <laughs> to an- oh. He says it's so deadpan. And it continues. <laughs> to an old battle axe named Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and now he talks about his stepkids. She cursed my life with three stepchildren named Star, RJ, and Ryan, and I have one rotten grandson. <laughs> Yay! No wonder you came here. You just wanted to get away from everybody. I know you're being uh, facetious. Absolutely. I love them uh, like, no, like nobody's business. I'll bet you do. He's so deadpan that it's almost believable until he says rotten grandson. It's so awkward at first. And there's so many people on Twitter like, this is the darkest contestant ever on Wheel of Fortune. Man, good for him. I'm glad they kept it in the show. Yeah, it's super great. Yeah, but you're right. That is very believable until he rips on the grandson. They're like, all right. A rotten grandkid. A rotten grandkid. Like, how old is this grandkid that is so rotten? Yeah, like you, you don't hear grandparents say that. Parents will say that about children. Yeah. But grandparents are much, it's much easier. What if he wasn't joking? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love him like nobody's business. The miserable. Pat, help me. Yeah, it's a small trucking company. Pat, I need this money. Right, I can need you a not, million. Can you not tax it either? It's like, under the table. I need this right now. Right, right. I'll give you a cut. Just don't even give, don't, 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 don't file it to taxes. All right, man. I think we should go. Uh, how are we doing on that meet? Oh, he's still talking. What do we do? I don't know. You, I mean, I had no worries about this. You you have completely scared me now, Steve. I'm scared to leave the room. I am too. I feel like we're locked in here. We what can't. if it's like something real serious this time? What if they're like changing formats? What if we've lost our job, Ted? Yeah, I guess they wouldn't have told us we needed to be there specifically. Right. They're not going to be like, hey, guys, I need you in there. We're, we're letting you all go. And we want you to be there for this announcement. They wouldn't just fire us in a meeting. 
No, and I haven't seen the head of HR. That's always good. That's like the, I mean, that's like the Undertaker walking around. Yeah, the Grim Reaper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. your time's been called. <laughs> All right, so now what do we do when we end this? Like, I assume they'd be over by the time we. That's were done. what I figured, man. They're going on for a long time. Is this going to be an extended version of the Mega Cats that we don't finish until they're finished? I wasn't prepped for this. I don't know. Can we walk into the back of the meeting? Oh, we'll be so noticed. Yeah. Like, at this point, we have to just stay in here. We could stop recording, just leave the light on, and just talk. That's a good point. <laughs> right? Because right? I don't know if this is any good for it. It's like, these guys are just stalling. They don't want to go to that meeting. <laughs> Terrible podcast. Right? Oh, it was great. They talked about lifting for half an hour, yeah. and then the next half an hour was them just being scared. I could play you audio of a wrestler that I really have been digging recently. <laughs> Have you heard of Ricky Starks? I have not. So the NWA's back. It's on YouTube. It's like the old school promotion, and they're filming it and making it look like it's back in the 80s. Like they, right. they do it in a TV studio, not not in an arena or a, a, NWA, a venue. Like, National Wrestling Alliance, like Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. All right. It's owned by Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins. No I'm not kidding. kidding. He bought the rights to the name. And bought the rights to the old school Ric Flair. You remember the 10 pounds of gold championship belt? All right. And had no like TV deals, no nothing. He just and, and everyone was laughing at him. They're like, dude, what are you wasting your money on this? And over the past few years, he slowly but surely kind of legitimized the NWA. He's like had them be part of other promotions, but you know, basically building the name back up and, and giving credibility to it. They do this great YouTube series called Ten Pounds of Gold that's really made like their champion Nick Aldis look like a mon- like just like a super champion. Like he's got like this like regal vibe to him, right? So now they're finally on YouTube because they wanted to do it their way and they weren't finding any TV networks that were going to let them have 100% control of how they were going to present this show. So it's like you went back in time. The music's like, I think it's like Dawkins that's playing as their intro music. All the graphics, the way that the TV, the, the setup looks, it's all straight out of like the late 70s, early 80s. So it's got like this weird vintage vibe, but with current wrestlers, like Colt Cabana is a part of it, Eli Drake, and there's this new guy, Ricky Starks, who's wrestled at the five before. All right. He goes by the nickname Stroke Daddy. Stroke Daddy. He finally did a promo, and it was like reminiscent of Dusty Rhodes, this guy. His charm is unbelievable. I don't know. Maybe you won't find it as entertaining as me, but we've got some time to kill since that meeting is going on. So I figured I'd play it for you and give you a little bit of a taste of Stroke Daddy himself, Ricky Starks at NWA this past week. It's on YouTube. It's called NWA Power with three R's. Find it on YouTube. (laughs) Here's the thing. Men call me Absolute Ricky Starks. The ladies call me Stroke Daddy. And I know everybody out there is watching. They say, man, Ricky, you're real attractive. You're really, you're really sexy. And I know that you, Marquez, between you and I, I know that you wish you could be like me. And even though you can't, that's okay. I won't judge you any differently. Because God, God didn't have a lot of beauty left over when he was done with me. So I can't blame you if you look like this or if you look like the cameraman. Ricky still got love for you either way. I eat this business and I sleep this business. I am too blessed, so that's why I stay dressed from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. And yeah, Ricky may act a little funny, but at the end of the day, I'm counting your money. All right? That's pretty good. Gentlemen, this is Ricky Starks. It's Ricky Starks. Too blessed. Too blessed. I just like his nickname is Stroke Daddy. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. It sounds dirty, but do do I Google it? Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> I feel like it's going to be somehow sexual. We made it, Steve. 
We did it? I think so. Look over there. I think people are moving. It is uh, Urban <clears throat> Dictionary Stroke Daddy. What's it's, it say? Uh, F-boy wanting to be daddy. Oh, all right. By the way, as long as we're taking all this time, how about those gnats? Yo, congratulations. That's um- baseball. Yeah. They're the only yeah. team that's never made it to the World Series. Correct. I'm, I'm rooting for the Nats, man. So am I. I'm a little worried about that layoff. Yeah. Because they, they're so on fire right now. And now they just, right, they swept them. So they're going to have days to kind of Astro Jankies right now, two games to one. Most likely the game that's supposed to happen right now is postponed because of rain. So it's only going to push this back even further. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I heard like weather reports earlier this morning were saying that there's a very good chance that today's uh, American League Championship Series is going to be postponed. Yeah. Yeah, dude, but that's pretty exciting. It's awesome, man. Yep. Also, I just want to say for the best part of it is that the Capitals won the Stanley Cup two years ago. Yeah. I'll even talk about it. still partying. Right. Uh, the Mystics just won the WNBA Championship. And the Nationals are in the, are in the World Series. The point is, Dan Snyder, you have ruined the Redskins. Nobody cares. I am laughing my ass off. That whole town, nobody cares about them anymore. I have a few diehard friends when I went to my reunion, but I'm uh-huh. like, screw them. Dude, it's so funny. Like the hell with them. Yeah, and, and I feel like the, that, that same sentiment is now being directed towards the Mariners because of the Nationals as well. Oh, yeah. I just read an article where it's just like, and everybody's just like, this is on you, management. Well, Seattle's got the same issue, right? Like the Seahawks consistently, I mean, almost since I've been here, are good. Yeah. Right? Like they had the Jim Zorn year that was like 8-8 eight and eight or something, but then Pete Carroll showed. The Jim Mora year was pretty bad. Right, because yeah. right after uh, uh, the, wal- yeah. the Walrus left, there was a couple. Yeah, Mora questions. did not do very well. But- and Jim Zorn coached at D.C. He didn't coach here, my bad. He was a quarterback coach. He was a quarterback. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I'm saying for the most part, the Seahawks have done well. They've been to two Super Bowls. They've won one. The Sounders showed up. They've won a championship. Yep. Uh, I know the Storm won like back-to-back or three of them or some S. Uh, oh, does he need to get in here? Yeah, come on in. Come on in. fine. Ladies and gentlemen. Matt McAllister walking in on the Mega Cast. Award winner. Award winner. Oh, CMT yeah, award winner. I know we're not Carrie Underwood, but we want to congratulate you <laughs> on winning the CMT Best Radio Guy Ever Award. Uh, oh, wait. Hey, we'll give him a mic. Oh, wait, one of these mics will go on. Yeah. There we go. And we're in their we're studio. I, like I know it. we are. We're using your studio. <laughs> Listen, Steve, Ted, uh, it's a big honor. I just want to thank everybody. <laughs> I want to thank all the little people like yourselves for getting me here. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I don't mean to correct you because it's your show. CMA. CMA. Yes. And uh, it's best radio person ever in the history of the world. My so oh, just a little I forgot short the world part. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. The world, 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 Listen, world. If we're being honest, we all know that of the wolf, we're, over, we're all chasing you guys every single day. So it's a, it's a nice step, but it's like a little baby step in a, in a big river. You well, know we what I mean? We were joking. We're like... Because legitimately, you were surprised by Carrie Underwood on your show. If you go to the Wolf's Facebook page, the video's yeah. there, and the video is like, I was even telling Emily, it was like, man, the pure emotion that you guys had was, it got me. Like, oh, I was yeah. Like, you, well, know, you could feel that. See, I'm I'm weird. Like, it takes me a while to process something when it's happening that, you know, that significant. So when and it's she, live, that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, she started bawling right away, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what to say. Or do, or you know when a woman starts crying, you don't know what to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. I that was live on the air. I, oh, yeah, I know that very well. I usually just say, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just I leave and go get McDonald's. I'll be back, babe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, when we knew, when you're a finalist for this award, because I did win it one time before, but I, if I'm being honest, I can't even remember who called to tell us because it mm-hmm. wasn't that big. It's normally like somebody who's up for best new artist that year. Yeah. So it's a C-list, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, I had nothing better to do, so I'm calling. And she's like, hey, it's Carrie. And we're like... 
Carrie freaking Underwood? Like, yeah. why? What's wrong? What's your problem? Well, there's a part awesome. also in the video that I thought was really cool because you're like, you don't, you know, you don't understand the backstory. And then there was even an article in Arizona about, I mean, it's really a truly like a redemption story for you, yeah. which I thought was really cool. It felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah. you, you guys yeah. know this business and, and for a lot of people who, depending on what you do for a living, like, you know, you, you can get out of, you can get kicked in the d- like mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. So I got fired four days before Christmas with a mm. two-month-old baby at home. And Steve, you're about to have one of those, yep. and they're expensive. And I had just <laughs> it's signed- be Christmas. So I'm, thanks. Yeah, and I had just signed wall. a five-year deal. Uh-huh. I mean, so I was I like- I just did that too. I'm like, honey, we're good. Like, we have nothing to worry about. Life is good. It's a Friday. I get a call. I'm like actually heading out the door to an event. And my boss like, hey, can you step in the uh, the green room for a minute? I'm like, sure. I see the HR person. I'm oh. like- Oh, we were just talking about the that. Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper. I'm like, oh, hey, Kim. What? Oh, sh- I know what's happening right now. <laughs> We're going in a different direction. And I'm like, okay, does that direction not include me? They're like, yep. So that was it, man. And then it was like the holidays with your family trying to be happy, but meanwhile, you're freaking out because right. you, you don't have a gig. So yeah, it was tough, man. I got an opportunity here in Seattle. Intercom has been so good. And and like to, it's not about like resentment and getting even and all that, but just Redemption. to be able to like feel like, okay, man, I, I got like kicked down as hard as I could, but maybe I am kind of okay at this job because I, I got back to here. So yeah, you always hear those sure. stories, but I, I, I always think that that wouldn't happen to me. Like I'd be the Dude. one that where like it would just continue to spiral down and worse and worse and worse. But you hear those stories of when like something bad happens to someone, like losing a job. Yeah. And then all of a sudden things fall forward and things get better. You know, let me offer this for, for anybody listening. Uh, because today is National Bosses Day. Or I don't know when this is actually going to play, but today. it's National yeah. Bosses yeah. Day. Someday. Yeah. Okay. Even if you don't like your boss, and even if he's a real jerk, he or she, fake it. You know what? Because you're never <laughs> as valuable as you yep. think. Play the game. Be a team player. Be a cool dude in the hall. You know, do what you got to do. And if, and if the yep. situation's not like you like, well, then go find another job like on the fly. Don't be outwardly aggressive. Not aggressive, but... Don't voice your discontent. Don't be that down. Don't be You're talking that. about Antonio Brown. We get it. Yeah, of course. It's not me. <laughs> He's a prime Dude, example. Exactly. Like sometimes yeah. ego is the worst thing in the world for, especially for a male. Like mm-hmm. it just. Oh yeah. Trips you up. Yeah, you don't want to be that cancer in the no. hallways. And I'm not saying that that I should have been fired, but I'm saying looking back on it now, what I was getting paid, the position I was in, and how happy my family was, I should have played that one a little smarter. I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I've had time to reflect and learn on that. Like, I I could have handled it better. Did I deserve what I got? No, but I learned a lesson. Now, we usually do TED Talks on our podcast. I think we now need Matt Talks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, life's a good good teacher, you know? Well, that's the old gangster stuff, too, right? Yeah. It's not like you got to worry about the person that you know doesn't like you. You got to worry about that person that's smiling and being nice to you. Keep your enemies close. (laughs) Or no, it's friends close, enemies closer. Closer. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But no, man, thank you. I appreciate that. It was like, uh, yeah, we're we're still kind of freaking out about it. So it's cool, though. We When you go, uh, the cool thing about country music is that like, they treat you actually like you're important. You know, not yeah, like yeah, you're James some... James Hetfield wouldn't call a rock station saying congratulations on best rock show. Well, and... Which and, is unfortunate. And I love rock music. Yeah. But the thing is, like, and I worked in rock for a while. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like rock music was founded, as you guys well know, in that, like, F you mentality, right. F the man, anti-establishment, yeah. whatever. So they're not really, like... 
loving radio because we're mm-hmm. part of the you know the the system, but country people are, and so it's cool. Anyway, the point is when you go, they make you feel like you're kind of a part of the night, and you sit in like the third row at the CMAs. And That's I was awesome. there when Timberlake and Chris Stapleton did that duet together. Yeah, yeah. the last time we won, and my wife and I were in literally I think the fourth row, like next to Jason Aldean and next to <laughs> the Carrie Underwoods, and we're like, why are we here? Like, That's we're, so cool. I'm a radio dork. This yeah. is so we're yeah. boycotting JT right now. Oh, why? Because he canceled on us he twice. Oh. Like the first time oh, he canceled because of his own throat, yeah, and he postponed yeah. it. And then yeah. in the snow, he just said, you guys are out of luck. My wife as well. Done with him. Yeah. Really? Until he comes back. It takes a lot for a woman to, to give up JT. That's, that's her guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I See, I didn't even know that that was... When was the show supposed to be? Last winter. La- it was supposed to be originally last November. Okay, so I remember that. It, it was the Tacoma thing, right? Yeah. Like, so they okay. canceled one because of his throat, and then yeah. they canceled again because of the weather. He's got something against Tacoma. Clearly. He does yeah. not want to play. <laughs> the, new, the new bathrooms. He's hating Tacoma. Yeah, wait, so, till he, wait till he sees Everett. So when do you guys fly out? <laughs> Uh, we fly out. It's a quick hit, so we leave uh, Tuesday after the show. We're going to do the show from there Wednesday morning, and the awards. This is the November thirteenth, mm-hmm. and then fly back Thursday. Awesome. All right. Just you know, in and out, baby. And where's it at? Nashville. In Nashville. Nice. Which is cool because the ACM. So it kind of goes like CMA is kind of like the big. Yep. Then the ACMs are second, and then you got like CMT. Maybe Fox has one. But so they still, this guy still wear like tuxedos to the CMAs, you know, like it were the Emmys, the Grammys. Right. Um, but it's in Nashville and it's at the Bridgestone Arena. So it's just all like right down there in the heart of Nashville. And it's a fun trip, man. That's awesome. It's dude. fun. Congrats, and after man, parties. Rad. And yeah, it's, it's <laughs> after good, parties. There's no sleep till Brooklyn. Hey, if you're happen to have an uh, adult beverage and you're roaming around, you get hungry, uh, Daddy's Dogs in Nashville. My buddy Ooh. runs a hot, couple hot dog stands. Really? Oh, yeah. That just sounds good. I don't oh, know yeah. why, but that just sounds good. They know how to eat in the South, man. Oh, yeah. And he brought like the Seattle dog down there. Oh, yeah. The, the oh, BBQ. Nice. Yeah. He's even, I mean, he started out with a couple food trucks and now he has a, a couple permanent spots. Damn. Daddy's right, Dogs. Daddy's Dogs. Daddy's Dogs. 2 a.m., well. dude. I'm going to yeah. be texting you like, what was the name of that? <laughs> your wife's gonna, just have Joe hit me up. Yeah. All right. I will. I will. <laughs> Your, your wife's going to be like, yeah. he got drunk and just started demanding daddy's dog. I didn't know what that yeah. meant. I, I thought I knew, but then I it was it was food. All right. So you guys. Right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, brother. Right. Congratulations, my hey, friend. Thanks again. Appreciate yep. it, guys. All right. We should wrap things up. Yeah, this is the longest one we've done. How is that funny? Like, I run 30 minutes. We're like, let's stall. And then we had a fun little chat with Matt. Yeah. And look, synergy. We got all that. We got it, right? We just need to get. Who else do we need to get in here? Delilah. We got to have Delilah. In. Yes. Or no, we got to have somebody from the end in. Gregor. Gregor. Yeah. Gregor Walter. I, yeah, you know, I don't know Walt very well. I don't know him either. Maybe right. this is our way to meet people at work. Yeah, good call. Yeah, we, we're too awkward to talk to you in the hallways. So come on our podcast and talk to us when the microphones are on. I started worrying there. I'm like, I think I'm pretty nice in the hallways. Yeah, I don't know if he was talking about me. I mean, sometimes I'm tired. No, I like how he brought it back to himself. Like, I should have been nicer when I was down there. Like, oh, okay. All right, we're going to get out of here. Also, shout out to uh, your dude, Cobb. Cobb's Popcorn. Oh, My yeah. dude as well. Guilt-free popcorn. Pike Place Market. The brown sugar. The brown sugar popcorn is the best. If you want brown butter, brown, brown butter. butter, right? Brown butter popcorn, it's insanely good. Yeah, it's Ted wild. brought me in a bag, and it's amazing. So shout out to our new sponsor, Cobb's Popcorn for today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, follow us on on Twitter. The me- Man, at the Megacast. I'm drained, dude. At, at the Megacast. Yeah, yeah. That peace. <laughs> I don't know. We just I even, no, you said peace, and I had nothing to say, so I just flashed the deuces, but I didn't say anything. And this is on the audio. What is... Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.